0: Legendary Mr. Skin. Mr. Skin. Third, Mr. Skin. Mr. Skin. Skin. Com. Mr. Skin, everybody.
1: Coast to coast from Los Angeles, Chicago, and New York, it's the Mr. Skin Podcast with your hosts, Mr. Skin and Andrea Lowell. We want to hear from you. Call the show and leave us a voicemail at 484 Skin Pod. Find all things Mr. Skin Podcast online at Mr. SkinPodcast.com. Hey everyone, welcome to the Mr. Skin Podcast, sponsored by the wonderful people who make PHGH, an awesome all-natural male supplement for sexual nutrition and rock-hard erections. When Mr. Skin listeners go to phgh7.com today, they'll get a special 40% off coveted bottle of phgh that means you can snag a bottle and get it back up for 39.95 there's a limited number though so head to phgh7.com as soon as you can welcome to the show everyone hey mr skin hey
0: andrea wow john lawrence uh, all natural phgh to help older guys feel younger if you know what i mean mm-hmm. i'm in and uh i'm very <laughs> proud that they are sponsoring the mr skin podcast yeah
1: that's super exciting it's always good when you can find something that is natural that isn't narcotic that's uh supportive yeah. to just give you your your mojo back that you don't have to your feel- whole
0: gig is all natural andrea every time i look on facebook <laughs> yeah. everything's nat- you're about as natural as it gets it doesn't
1: get more natural than this no, right <laughs> <no>. <laughs>
0: ain't
1: that the truth so yeah when we have a good quality you know uh, supplemental product i would i love supporting that And i'm all behind the phgh
0: or in front or in front you're, you're behind or in front or
1: on top <laughs> wow so i know when we we've talked several times and there was a there was a time in your life where you kind of felt things switch do you know what age you kind of put that finger on where it started to like?
0: Yeah, the off. day I got married. Ah! <laughs> yeah, <laughs> whatever day that was. That's when all my sex changed <laughs> from multiple to single. <laughs> oh, skin.
1: Are you popping yeah. the PHGH? or Are you not there
0: yet? No, I'm a PHGH user, so oh, I great. have uh, tried the product and do endorse it. So, <laughs> listen when you when you get into your fifties, it's just different. Like that's the one thing that you know, as I've gotten older, it's just, there's that difference. I I, I think we've talked about this a little bit. Mm -hmm. Do you remember when you're like 18 or 19 years old and a girl would kiss your ear Mm. and you practically come in your pants? I mean, it was unbelievable. As you get older, you just don't have that same, what's the reason for that, Andrew? I need to know you're, you're a, a sexual person why is I that why is why am i not as excited now as i was when i was 18 I or 19 think it's years because
1: old? the anticipation the thrill the familiarity the when we're young we don't know that our ear is something erotic when someone yeah. licks it you're like oh my god i didn't know that existed now when someone comes at our ear we know it's going to feel good oh, you know yes, we know yes. it's going to be good and for a lot of women specifically it's like, you know, the, the husband will know, okay, I'm going to go to the neck. I'm going to go to the near, the ear mm-hmm. because they know it's a sure thing. But the woman also knows it's a sure thing. And it's kind of like, you know, when you're young and the first time you touch a boob or the first time you touch a yeah. cooch or whatever, it's so exciting and it's so foreign. And yeah. the, I think it's just familiarity and we're just kind of, you know, desensitized to the eroticness of, you know, all these different body parts. But as far as like the getting older stuff goes, I'm, I'm in my 30s, so for me, I'm at like the height of mine, where it's like, oh my gosh, I didn't think I could get any more aroused. Skin.
0: <laughs> yeah. No, you're at you're at the peak oh, right now. Jeez,
1: I'm like, when's it? I'm like waiting for my 50s. Like, can it slow down already? <laughs> <laughs>
0: no that's a great feeling no and I know that because I've been married 14 years and I think the biggest difference is like when I was younger it used to be you had to in your head think of things to distract you from coming you know Mm -hmm. you had to like think of baseball or think of something that wasn't having to do with sex as you get older while you're having sex you start thinking of things that'll make you more you know what I'm it's a weird dynamic and I, and in no way am i saying i don't enjoy sex uh you know I, it's just a different it's just a different mindset and um it's pretty funny because i do remember being younger having sex in college or something and being like oh my god what did the white socks do uh, oh. i hope the white socks have a good team you know because yeah. so i wouldn't come in like eight seconds and now to get get yourself to come, you kind of do maybe do some things that uh, (laughs) in your head some fantasies to help make the process work. It's a funny dynamic as you get older. I could definitely see the difference from when I was younger. it's
1: totally normal. Everyone I've ever talked to explains the exact same thing. So uh, women too need to specifically not take it personally. So I know we have mostly a male audience, but ladies, if you're listening it is not you. Our guys love us. We feel amazing. We are amazing. It's just uh, that that's how, that's how the ball bounces.
0: <laughs> yeah, balls bounce, that's yes, right, of That's right, baby.
1: That's right.
0: So anyway, Andrea, how was your weekend? Did you have Dude, a nice uh, weekend?
1: I had a crazy weekend. You know, I, I'm usually like, I don't know. I was working. It's all a blur. I went on a last-minute uh, cruise to Mexico. Like, really? super last-minute. Didn't plan anything. Uh, they had a room left on the boat, and uh, me and my hubby went... And it was uh, it, it was very sexual. <laughs> I'm like oh, I was gonna say, what, uh,
0: did the people in the cabins next to you get any sleep?
2: I was
1: wondering about that.
0: <laughs> yeah,
1: but this was this was kind of like. Um, a cheap ghetto cruise. So I, okay. in a way I was like, these people didn't pay much. I don't care for keeping them up. You know, if I was on Royal Caribbean or princess yeah. or Norwegian, right, or right, right. I might've, uh, cared, but I was like, these people paid like 300 bucks. I don't care. And, uh, yeah. it was just so funny. I think not an hour went by cause you know, I, uh, I'm getting to that age, too, where I'm a little bit more boring. You know, I'm not hanging out at the bar. I don't want to yeah. I don't want to gamble. I don't want to do any of that stuff. So what do you do when you're trapped kind of on a boat where all there is is gambling and drinking? You suck some dick is what you do. So,
0: <laughs> now was was the captain wondering while with calm waters the boat was rocking? He- <laughs> <laughs>
1: They're like, oh, my gosh. Room 314
0: is rocking and rolling. <laughs> no, well, good for you. I just uh, spent my whole weekend watching my kid play baseball, so... Which, which I love, and, and they were rocking. They did great, so that That's was great. fun. But Well, yeah.
1: I'm actually worried I might have uh, created a kid on this trip. I'm like, oh, God. <laughs> so I might not be too far behind you, in all honesty. As much as I joke yeah. about it, I'm like, I really wasn't too careful. So-
0: <laughs> yeah, hey, it happens. What are you going to do? It happens. So- well, so I, I get into work today, and I was checking over the weekend like the different shows and it wasn't looking good for nudity and when i got in i got the Uh confirmation there was no television nudity for sunday night which is pretty crazy in this day and age but
1: okay but
0: that doesn't mean i have great don't have great stuff to talk about but it was like you know with girls with girls over and and um Leftovers uh, just starting, and they were nudity free uh, last night you know we 're in a little lull, but we always have tons of cool nudity to talk to and uh, about and One of the things I wanted to talk to you, andrea, about have you watched fargo? I, I ask people all the time i don 't know if people realize how great this show is I, I totally enjoyed the first two seasons loved it, and it 's an anthology uh, show meaning. You know, they'll do 10 episodes a season with a different cast, and you don't have to know what happened in season one or season two to enjoy... Season 3, which just kicked off last Wednesday night on FX. So try. I, I highly recommend you check it out. It's such a good show.
1: You know, I did watch Season 1. I did watch Season 2. I didn't even think or recall or it wasn't even on my mind about a Season 3. So thank you for, it is for here. letting me
0: know. Yeah, so anyone out there that hasn't watched it, I highly recommend Fargo. But here's the thing. They also have... Uh, they sprinkle in some nudity. And a cool thing happened so last Wednesday. So last Wednesday night on FX is the pr- third season premiere of Fargo. This has Ewan McGregor as kind of the big star of this one. And there's a girl that's a main character named Mary Elizabeth Winstead, who you might know from the movie uh, 10 Cloverfield Lane. Yes, um, very okay. pretty, Yeah, really pretty. pretty. brunette. Yeah, really pretty brunette. So get this, Andrew, and you'll get a kick out of this being the workout girl that you are. So <laughs> Mary Elis- Elizabeth Winstead's character gets out of the tub in the first episode and shows butt. Ooh. Now it's funny because when I saw this, my first reaction is the way they shot it, I think that's a body double because ah. her back was to the camera. That, so they show her face, she gets up from the tub, and it's a shot from behind, which to me is kind of a red flag body double. So I get into work, I'm talking to the guys in content, and we're like, well, it looks like her, but the way they shot it, and we're you know talking, we're, we're going to go with it could be her but it's probably a body double. So we post this on Twitter, and then we uh, notice, you know, other guys are asking, you know, retweeting or doing whatever. And then all of a sudden, um, the, this Mary Elizabeth Winstead has a Twitter account. So we were kind of saying, uh, nice nudity on Fargo, but, you know, probably a body double. Okay. That's what we were talking about at the website. And these other guys are are tweeting this all of a sudden Mary E Winstead who has a Twitter account uh <laughs> says uh thanks everyone who watched the Fargo premiere last night and then she starts going down her uh you know all the people that were uh all the replies you know, uh, yeah all the replies and she says this one guy's like was that a body double or not and she goes please I do not do those squats for nothing. That yes! was me. I know. Oh How cool gosh. is that? Where the words out there that maybe they use the body double, but she's like, no, no, that nude scene. Which, by the way, look at that nice ass that getting out is of the tub.
1: A sweet ass.
0: Yeah, isn't that nice? It's like it's, not a skinny little one. It's no. like a nice, it's yeah, a it's juicy a nice butt. booty. Yeah. <laughs> but isn't that cool that you, to go on Twitter and say, no, I've been doing squats. That's my ass. It's not a body yeah. double. Love it. I
1: love this, and I love the fact you know because I I agree with you. It's like okay. Okay, they show her face close up and they showed the back and it's like okay obviously it was shot in a way so you could slip in a body double no problem mm-hmm, and it wouldn't mm-hmm. be noticeable but when you look at it and as a trainer when i'm looking at her hamstrings it, as she's crawling up that side of the tub i'm like yeah she does squat she does work out um i love it she owns it and she's not gonna let anyone think that was a body double for one second because she earned that booty i love 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 it yeah
0: I think that's so cool. I'm always a big fan of uh, uh, when an actress owns up and enjoys Mm -hmm. that they did a great nude scene and she obviously did. So there was Fargo uh, from Wednesday. Then a couple things. I I might as well get in. There's a it's been some really good nudity on some of uh, uh, you know the foreign channels. My Sk- international division <laughs> has been uh, checking into this stuff. So, as an example, there's a show called Versailles, which is in its uh, second season. It's on BBC and also Canal in, in France and Canada. It's I think it also airs in Canada. But my guys always uh, looking for nudity across the globe, and uh, we found this show. We knew about it last uh, season because season one had a ton of nudity, but um so they had their season one debut, and of course, uh, we were all over it. And check this um, Anna Brewster out. Mm, now, mm-mm. one little bit of uh, something here. So I want to show you her in different scenes, because what happened is, so this Anna Brewster, season two, episode one, she's pregnant. We are... 99% sure that those are prosthetic breasts no. and definitely a belly yeah because no. yeah because I was she's like not- they're so
1: amazing
0: I know when I when I first saw the picture without knowing the context my first reaction is oh my god those are okay. anatomy award boobs those are perfect but my guys were like no 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 because check this out okay. And then we have her from, oh, wait, oh, maybe we didn't put the, um, I'm sorry, I didn't put that for you, but trust me, we have pictures of her from season one, and she has completely different boobs. They're, they're smaller and different shaped So uh, what they did is they did a prosthetic belly and prosthetic boobs on the Santa Brewster uh, on Versailles. So anyone who saw that, that was that was not her. It's a uh, prosthetic. so
1: Now, with the prosthetic boobs, so I was looking at that picture, then I scrolled down, and there is a prosthetic tummy. So she's pregnant. Well, they had too. to
0: do it because she's playing a pregnant. Because like in, we've already seen some stuff from upcoming episodes, and she's not pregnant anymore. She's had the baby. They obviously, you, you know, you can't do that. Huh. You, you have to fake it. So that's what they did. But um, anyway, she's gorgeous, yeah, and she is. did do some great nudity in season one. But uh, this is uh, this is not really her nudity. So we had to we had to count it as non-nude. So anyone who saw that. So what I what I was just mentioning about. Um, Oh, let me get real quick. I, there's another show on BBC I wanted to mention. It's called The Last Kingdom. So okay. uh, scroll down to that skinny dip scene uh, oh, yeah. at Um Last Kingdom is another BBC show. They're in their second season, episode six. And it's, the show's about london or it's about england and i think it's eight 872 so it's about like the birth of a nation you know the birth of england and mm-hmm. um kind of in the game of thrones era but you know to more not fantasy and uh it stars uh, alexander draymond who's the main character now he is skinny dipping with this gorgeous perry ballmeister in episode six of season two which aired last week and um uh, they, they do a skinny dip scene you get some nice uh, uh, boobs there mm-hmm. and you got a gif to check out so uh, that's something I haven't gotten to I wanted to share with you um, really hot girl and the first season of Last Kingdom had like three or four really good nude scenes with Emily Cox and this girl named Charlie Murphy not the guy that just died <laughs> uh, the comedian but had some not a ton but some decent uh, season two is looking like this too where they throw in um, about two or three good nude scenes a year and this is one of them perry baumeister from last kingdom on bbc
1: okay cool yeah i'd never even heard of her and i think if if you watch fast enough you can see a little glimpse of a full moon too from her
0: yeah i know there's a lot going on because she's uh diving in and out of the water but uh yeah she it's um it was a nice skinny dip scene and we will uh be revisiting that at anatomy awards time for uh uh, when we look at all the great skinny dip moments of the year so uh, there's that and then um I did want to mention. Speaking of the anatomy awards, so my guys um, found it's so funny. So there's this girl, at, and I don't even know if I'm pronouncing her name right. It's Anna Chipovskaya. Oh jeez. Uh, she's a big. <laughs> believe it or not, she's a big. Uh, star in Russia. Okay. And um, one of our guys posted last week um, hey, this could be anatomy awards for best breasts. Tell me those are not and prosthetic. I'm going to shoot no, those myself. Are real. Those are so, uh, Yeah, I wanted to get you <laughs> off. Those are her real boobs. And uh, she did a nude scene in a Russian television series called. Uh, Atapel from 2013. So we knew her. She has been naked before, but she's in this, um, Russian movie called About Love, which is not available in the U.S. Mm -hmm. My guys found this. My Skin International Division found this. Uh, um, I don't even know how we found it, but we have it at the (laughs) website and we have it in our website. And her name is Anna Chipovskaya, which I'm probably totally butchering. And I know CP already sent me how to pronounce it and I can't find his email (laughs) as we're talking, but, um, anyway, she's, but how about that rack? Uh, she's gorgeous yeah. and, uh, definitely. I could predict right now. Final, f- she'll be in the top five when we have to choose who had the uh, best breast. Okay, wait. He's saying it's Chip Oviskaya. So Chip Oviskaya. Oh. Yeah, I don't know. Anyway, who cares? Best who cares? best rack I've seen in quite some time, and um, she'll definitely be in the uh, uh, running for best breast when we do our anatomy awards next year.
1: Now, you include the international stuff in the in the anatomy awards.
0: Oh, yeah, because we all, we find some really cool stuff. The Anatomy Awards is really, what I like most about it is kind of digging up these things that your average you know guy uh, wouldn't even know exists okay. and this is a great example like i'm not saying she's going to win but i th- i do think that when we have people vote and we have to narrow it down to our final five i, c- I can't imagine this rack right uh, uh, on this beautiful girl is not going to be final five boobs. i understand I can't imagine. you're like these boobs yeah. are
1: worthy i totally oh, get God. it you know i was talking a few years ago with arnie freytag who's one of the most famous playboy photographers and he was telling yeah, sure. me that any time that they could get a Russian girl, like in front of the Playboy lenses, he just said it was so noticeable how the Russian women are just put together so much more differently than any other Nationality or ethnicity. Their boobs are just bigger. Their waists are tinier. Their butts are perkier. Their their, their legs are longer. They're just perfect.
0: <laughs> I wonder what the yeah. I wonder what the reason is. Is it the weather? Is it the diet? Is it yeah? I don't know.
1: I have no idea. But whatever it is, it's working. Uh, maybe it's yeah. the radiation.
0: Ah, <laughs> uh, that's funny. Yeah, it's a salty fish. Yeah, I don't know. I don't. I don't. I don't know. But uh, I kind of agree because in a weird way, when you, like I remember going to Vegas and all these like all the strippers and, and I don't want to say you know all the hookers uh, yeah the ladies of the, the night hookers, the ladies of the night like the gorgeous ones were always the Russian ones you know it's like uh, yeah. that's just the way it goes they have like yeah.
1: natural D double D boobs yeah. it's like phenomenal and they're beautiful yeah
0: so this girl does too so check her out uh, for sure uh, and they're beautiful women but she is gorgeous and I guess I didn't even know this till I started doing a little research on her but she's a pretty big star in, in Russia oh. so uh, I, I don't know if she's a movie star or a TV star but if if we, if this podcast was in Russia everyone would know it uh, <laughs> Andrea so yeah know who she is so anyway there's that and then last but not least uh, in in this section uh, of the show you know that um, we've talked about it a little bit that Baywatch movie will be out m- memorial day weekend and one of the the kind of the star is going to be Kelly Rohrbach who's playing CJ Parker the Pam Anderson mm. uh role and um you know I've mentioned to you that Alexander Daddario our podcast favorite here is going to play Summer Quinn uh Pri- Priyanka uh, Chopra who people know from Quantico on ABC is going to be in it so tons of hot babes there will not be nudity on the baywatch obviously it's a you know summer blockbuster type of movie mm-hmm. but uh the rocks in the movie and all that so but we're anxiously awaiting it just because everyone thought you know baywatch is a campy fun show and you know these girls are going to be uh wearing next to nothing and doing a lot of slow motion oh, yes. jogging oh, which yes. we'll be into but check this out we found this uh today actually from french magazine so kelly Rohrbach is doing a little pr for the movie in this french magazine This is not an official lip slip, Andrea, but it's a half lip slip there on the bottom. Mm -hmm. Uh, Yeah, her her right lip is almost coming out of the thing. So I will be doing a lot of high-def examining when Baywatch the movie comes out. Because if this is the outfits they're going to be wearing in the movie, be ready for some real lip slippage in in HD.
1: That is so hot. I don't know. It's like... This show, you and me, we t- whenever we're, we're like, oh, under boob is the hottest thing. Side boob, <laughs> what, rear burger, yeah. back Flavor swingers. Flavor of the day. It's like Flavor of uh, the day. Oh, my God. Is there anything hotter than a half lip slip? I mean... Yep.
0: Uh, maybe a full lip slip. I, well, yeah. we're going to have to wait and find
1: out. But, yeah. I mean, yeah. this is some sort of French promo picture. And that, there's a lip slip. So, yeah. Imagine them actually doing the running, the jumping, the life-saving that they do on that show Baywatch. Oh, my gosh. This is going to be well, right. Well, that's
0: what I'm saying. Because, like... They're going to be wearing these red uh, bathing suits. We all know it, the Mm -hmm. one piece. And and I'm not 100% sure if what she's wearing for this French ad to promote the movie is exactly what she's going to be wearing. But I'm telling you, if... She is so close to a lip slip in this oh. picture that if if we will there will be a lot of careful examination at the Mister Skin offices. I just want to give you a heads up on that, Andrew. And
1: I am just hoping and praying that the wardrobe people on Baywatch are not using excessive amounts of glue and tape, so we no, can get as much slipping that. as possible.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's enough slippage. So um, anyway, uh, yeah. So that's some TV stuff I wanted to talk to you about, and then. Um there's some cool uh, premieres this week that are coming up that we're going to be hopefully have pictures and, and more to share with you uh, next week. But this is just some some of the cool stuff that's happening this week. This is going to be a big week in nudity. So let me run down the list with you, Andrea. Oh. Um, so on Wednesday, the premiere of this Hulu series, The Handmaid's Tale, uh, debuts, and we're excited because they have Elizabeth Moss, mm. who you remember Peggy Olson from Mad Men, mm-hmm. Yvonne Strahowski, Sarah. Walker, from chuck who uh, did the um some recently did some great nudity and um we do know uh, from our sources that the first three episodes are nudity-free, but um, it's a series that has nudity potential okay. and hot celebs that we uh, know will get naked because both of these girls has have done nudity. But um, anyway, uh, we'll keep you posted. Handmaid's Tale debuts uh, this week, so my guys will be uh, uh, keeping you posted. So that's one we're going to be watching. Awesome. Uh, another one is this... Um, Uh, this Netflix series, Dear White People, which Friday they're releasing, um, and we think based on the trailer that, uh, it's gonna have some skin. Now, uh, it's not star, it doesn't star anyone super famous, but Dear White People, um, on Netflix looks like it has potential for nudity, so we are monitoring that. I will keep you posted. (laughs) Okay. Um, another one, Andrea, is on the Stars Network, this uh, American Gods premieres, which has uh, confirmed uh, we had some people at South by Southwest saw the pilot of it and uh, some really good nudity in this. It's based off this Neil uh, Gaiman uh, novel star, and it's going to star Emily Browning who has, uh, sleep, has done amazing uh, full frontal nudity, including Sleeping Beauty and a couple mm-hmm. other things. So uh, we're, we're planning lots of great content from American Gods, which is looking like a really cool show Um, really wild um, uh, premise to that but uh, that debuts on Sunday on Stars, so we'll be uh, so Monday morning I'll have um, uh, the pics of uh, I think her name is Yatide Badaki showing breast and butt but we know that a lot of other girls are going to be showing nudity there too so yeah. now also remember on VOD um, this is the week, remember when I showed you that um show below her mouth
1: mm-hmm. oh i movie sure did yeah no the bathtub, yeah,
0: oh, the, bathtub mm-hmm. the hot lesbian mm-hmm. uh, nudity and um that is off the charts I, i'd say this is since the best stuff i've seen since blue is the warmest color as far as lesbian scenes go um that comes out not only in theaters in very limited release but on more importantly on vod <laughs> um so we'll be all over that uh, on Friday and that has like I think we timed out 30 plus minutes of sex scenes wow. in it so wow and you saw it it's like incredible great girl on girl action it's called below her mouth huh. uh, that's out there this week and then that um, voice from the stone which is rumored to have the amelia clark masturbation nudity mm-hmm. is also out on being released on friday and uh um we'll we'll finally put these rumors uh we'll either confirm them or put them to rest but voice from the stone um with amelia clark who i've never seen her do anything nudity wise other than game of thrones i'm i'm anxious to see i'd actually like to see her do nudity with like her natural brunette look have you seen pictures of her with as a brunette isn't she hot as a brunette i think she's actually hotter no
1: i i think she's hotter too there's something about that white kind of or, our whitish, yellow highlighter kind of looking Khaleesi color hair. That's a little mm-hmm. off-putting to me. It's just like a little too.
0: It's too blonde. white. <laughs> yeah, but yeah. no,
1: she's a natural beauty. So when I, you do see photos of her on the red carpet or in other things she's done in her natural self, her natural state. She's uh, more appealing to me. So I'm with you on that. And yeah, I'm, I'm hoping and praying that this masturbation thing is not a rumor. That it is yeah. a fact, and that we're gonna well, find out on Friday.
0: It, yeah, well, stay tuned because next Monday uh, when we tape the podcast. Uh, I will have confirmation whether uh, uh, the rumors are true or not. So, again, a lot of times we hear these rumors. And like I said to you before, like my definition of nudity or my definition with masturbation or my definition of what, you know, what we consider uh, a quality scene, you know, sometimes gets lost when, you know, you're, you're hearing maybe to someone else, they thought that that was nudity. But I'd say, well, no, you, you're seeing it from the side. You can't see anything. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So it's like it's got to be under our definition of of nudity so we'll see but it um, all the stuff that TV stuff I mentioned and the VOD releases um, are all happening uh, later this week so next Monday I should have a lot of good skin foe for everyone about this stuff I can so. wait so Andrew before we move on with the show why don't you tell uh, our listeners more about our cool sponsor
1: absolutely so a lot of people don't know and I did you even know that 40 percent of men suffer from erectile dysfunction before they're 40 years old ed can happen at any age and it isn't just a bummer for the men who get them it's also frustrating for their wives girlfriends and lovers who rely on them for great sex no one wants to take dangerous pills or crazy chemicals to give them rock hard erections though which is why phgh is such a great sexual supplement former porn star john lawrence developed phgh when he started struggling to get it up on set what he came up with is an all natural safe solution that got him back in the swing of things better than ever at work and at home so right now you can get a bottle of phgh for over 40 percent the original price at phgh7.com the guys at phgh are so confident you'll love it that there's even a 90 day no questions asked money back guarantee i mean that's pretty badass
0: yeah, that's great. And I'm And Again, very, very proud that uh, PHGH is a, a sponsor of the Mr. Skin Podcast and a uh, big fan of the product and, uh, yes, a user of the product. Enjoy it, <laughs> enjoy it immensely. A so. user
1: and a fan. So yeah. now, when we were out in Vegas, did we get a chance to talk with John Lawrence?
0: No, we did not. He was not one of the guys we were able to talk to.
1: No, I'd love to have talked to him and just, you know, because a lot of people think, oh, these guy porn stars have it so easy. You know, they're just, no. they're just You know, getting off all day, but it's hard work. And to be able to get a boner kind of like all day, every day, and kind of blow your load on command.
0: Right. (laughs) It's hard work. Think about how hard that is, uh, no pun intended, but (laughs) think about that because. And I don't even know what guys used to do in the 70s when they had to figure it out because, you know, they didn't have products like this. But, uh, I, I mean, these guys that have been in the trenches, if, if John Lawrence uh, uh, says that uh, PHGH works, you got to listen because, the, I mean, he's a he's a real, he's, he's a professional, if you know what I mean. So,
1: Well, the thing is, too, like, I know working for Playboy TV, um, when I would go to, like, sex parties or um, do, like, interviewing, like, interviews. Investigative journalism type of stuff. Um, they would, when guys would need to perform uh, for the show, they would give them Cialis and they would oftentimes get Cialis headaches or hangovers. Yeah, I
0: know, the, the chemical thing. Yeah. So
1: a lot of these guys in the adult industry are taking all these. Pills and stuff that they actually don't really need. Like their doctor wouldn't write them a prescription for. Because they're not suffering from whatever the issue is. But then they take it because they're on set. And then they deal with all these nasty. um, You know side effects. So this is. Awesome, the natural solution. Yeah. I just love the fact that it came from a guy who's actually in adult that didn't want to deal with the nasty hangover effects or side effects. And I think plus
0: it's all natural, which is right up your alley too.
1: Oh, you know it, baby, all yeah. natural. and <laughs> <laughs> no, we did have such a great time in Vegas, and it's just sad because it's like I want to go back already. And we were literally in like a wonderland of adults.
0: No, that was fun. We had a great time, and we did a a, a ton of cool inter- interviews with a lot of people in the uh adult industry and One of the uh interviews we did was with Asa Kira, who obviously is a is a huge porn star. but you know what I like about her too is not only is she hot and cute and all the stuff she 's done, but she just has that she has an amazing personality and mm-hmm. you f- you figure out why there's why do some people enter porn and become very successful and have an incredible fan base? I think yeah, hotness and sex scenes, but I really think it's in the end it's your personality, right? Don't you think that is such a big big part of being famous in the adult uh, industry like if you have a great personality and have everything else you're way ahead of the game
1: yeah because she genuinely, Asa, genuinely she loves what she does she loves her yeah. scenes you know she's known for doing it up the ass and she actually <laughs> loves it she likes helping yeah. people do that and so I think there's again that authenticity thing where it's like if you really love what you're doing then it's going to show and people are going to respond to that and they're going to get your personality through your work. You know, I know so many girls in this um, industry that just, you know, they, they go to set they're they're faking it the whole time. They don't even want to be there. And then they wonder why, you know, their numbers are low and they're not getting called back. It's like, you know, there's a lot more to adult and being a great entertainer than just faking it and uh we know asa after we talked to her it was, was definitely not fake in anything
0: no she was very legit and cool and uh so right now we have our interview from uh the abn show in january andrea and i on the floor of the uh abn show interviewing asa akira have a listen
1: I am so proud to announce that we have the one, the only Asa Akira with us. She's I have been big. a fan of yours before I even knew what you did because I just thought you were so beautiful. Oh, thank My you. My makeup artist showed me her Instagram account and I was <laughs> like, that girl is so pretty. And then I looked at your headline and I was like, wait, your asshole has awards? And I was like, this, this is a
2: badass bitch. And I was like, I started following you. I was like, I really love her. So- oh, thank you so much. Also, I'm looking at your notes right now and I love how... No, it says anal next yeah. to my name. No. <laughs> because that's how I remember you. Because you are all things
1: anal. You make it look so beautiful. It's so yes. glamorous. Anyone that can Warts make, and all. <laughs> anyone that can make a chocolate starfish uh. thing, so I want to ask you: In the world of butt sex, a lot of girls have different kind of ideas, especially in the adult industry, of what like the ideal butthole should look like. Are you an advocate of bleaching? Keep it natural. What is your opinion on that whole issue? Um,
0: you know and that what? Whole issue. <laughs>
2: I'm not sure, because. Uh, you know, I mean, I've I've definitely like toyed with the idea of bleaching my asshole. Who hasn't? I know who I have. And I <laughs> I, yeah, I've thought about so it. But there's so many the- guys out there who love dark assholes that I'm like, oh shit! Now I sh- I shouldn't bleach mine too much. Yeah, you know I don't want to like leave those guys out. Right. So I don't know what the perfect asshole looks like. But <laughs> what, one thing I have noticed, I have a I have flesh and my. They molded my asshole. And I think it's so weird because all assholes kind of look the same when they're molded, right? Yeah. So I think if if anything, you just want your asshole to like blend into other assholes. You just don't want it to stand out, maybe. Yeah, because then it's like, what is up with that asshole? I,
0: thought, ass- so I thought assholes were like snowflakes, everyone's different. But you're saying they all look alike?
2: <laughs> I mean maybe Pretty they're much. more like fingerprints. I because think so. like they they are individually different, but like at first glance I think they're all kind of the same, right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Well, I just wanted to know your opinion on that issue because,
1: you know, working in the adult world, I hear so many people say, oh, I'm getting my asshole bleached, and it made me think, and do I need to get mine bleached? But after some nice self-reflection uh, in the mirror, checking it out, I was like, no, I don't think I'm But, Andrea, to. you're
0: very light-skinned anyway. It's fair,
1: but you, when...
0: But you're saying that... When
1: you're
2: surrounded by people yeah. constantly telling you they're doing it, it makes you it's think, true. do I need to do this? It's true. It makes you crazy. I think LA is like that in general. Yeah. Like I, I grew up in New York City, and I never, ever thought about plastic surgery right. or Botox or anything. The second I got out to LA, <laughs> I'm like, oh, my God, my face is terrible. <laughs> I, I need Botox and Juvederm and, and I mean... <laughs> It's, it's LA impossible. is intimidating. Yeah. Guys or girls. Yeah. It's, it's crazy. I, ha- I totally have body dysmorphic disorder now and it's all, I blame it on LA. <laughs> well, you don't need to have it, but I understand it. A lot of people do in our
1: industry. So when you were 19, mm-hmm. you started becoming a dominatrix. Yes. How,
0: how, how, how?
1: so <laughs> that's a pretty badass I think like hardcore career. That's like a
0: young, in other words, like, you can't be much younger than 19 to be a no, dominatrix. No, but
2: to have that Like, you can't maturity, be 16 and be a that, like to, yeah. Right. It's pretty much the first year you can be a dominatrix. Um, it, it's actually a really simple story. I was just walking down the street one day. I was on my way home from an Eminem concert. Okay. I had taken too much Oxycontin, <laughs> and I couldn't stand anymore. I'm sober now, by the way. Um, but, yeah, so I was like, I can't stand anymore. But on this drug logic, I was like, I'm going to walk home to Brooklyn. Yeah. Even though I couldn't stand and in the concert. And where was the concert? concert? concert uh it was like at madison square garden (laughs) so yeah drug logic again but this guy came up to me and i was with my ex-husband um at the time and we were walking and this guy just came up to me and he was like do you want to be in the adult entertainment industry and i had been like so fascinated with porn and just like the sex industry in general like i was obsessed with like hookers and strippers and just like the whole world I i was always really overly sexual and so this guy came up to me and he's like, "Yeah, do you are you interested in being in the adult entertainment industry?" And yeah. I was like, "Yes!" Like it felt like an angel had fallen from the sky <laughs> and like was recruiting me into like this new world that I had always wanted to be in. And so it was, I, I felt like it was fate. Yeah, and I followed him upstairs to the dungeon and started training the very next day. That so, is bad. Do you fucking think ass.
0: if you weren't on the Axie cotton, you would have gone upstairs?
2: I think. A sober me at nineteen would have gone upstairs. Oh, right. Would me at thirty-two right now gone upstairs no, with no him? Way Absolutely help. fucking not. Right? <laughs> right. No, I like, totally get that though. I feel so lucky that I wasn't murdered or raped or who knows, girl. Yeah. And you made an <laughs>
1: amazing career out of this. I mean, I was you, really lucky. But you've done the damn thing. You're very smart. I think you have an old soul. You just Thank you. you just <laughs> get it. You know what I mean? <laughs> so when did you take it from hey I'm gonna be a dom into I want to do movies and I want to be the queen of Bag <laughs> The
2: queen of anal. Um, you know, so porn was something I always wanted to do. And growing up in New York, it's like, you know, now that I live in LA, yeah. it's crazy. Like, everybody knows somebody in porn. It's like, oh, my cousin does lighting yeah. on the set of blah, blah, blah. It's, yeah. it's like the most normal thing. Yes. But in New York, like, I didn't even know a stripper. So to be in <laughs> porn was such like a faraway fantasy. And that's why when this guy came around, I was like, oh. Yes. Um, so, so yeah, like, so I had always wanted to do porn. So, like, from, I, I see it as from, you know, working at The Dungeon, I graduated into stripping. I love and that from, there, from working at The Dungeon, you yeah, <laughs> know, I, I love got it. promoted into stripping and then promoted into porn eventually. I met Gina Lynn actually on a radio show. Oh, wow. And um, she, at the time, she was like one of the biggest porn stars around. So, I, I was really, again, so lucky to have mm-hmm. met her. And she kind of like guided me through my first steps in porn. You That's know, so I did sweet. my first girl girl scene for her, and then I did my first boy girl scene with her husband. And then she hooked me up with her agency. And like, I, it was just, I, I feel so lucky. How did you find your niche? How did
1: you go into the anal <clears throat> world, like that kind of being what you're known for? Was it.
2: Fortuitous? Did you just fall into it? Was mm. it something you planned? I slipped and fell on a dick. Yes, First. It happens. It happens. <laughs> what is your favorite
1: position in your personal life to do anal in? Um, actually,
2: missionary. Me too. Yeah. Yeah. Really? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like it's shocking, right? What about you, Mister Skin? Well, I was just
0: describing to her that the first time I was in my thirties when I first saw a male porn movie, and I had no idea that men would have missionary anal sex.
2: (laughs) (laughs) <laughs>
0: I had no idea. Like, you
2: were like, "How did those Lego pieces?" I thought play? everything
0: was done doggy style. Yeah. That's just what I thought, yeah. I thought. that's funny when you said missionary. Okay. Yeah.
2: I think that's what I thought too. Like the first time, few times I tried anal, it was definitely doggy style. It is. Like I think kind of that's what you think. What you think it is, and that's right. actually my least favorite Me position. Me too. It kind of hurts in that yes, position. Unless you're girl. like totally. So it's less open. pain
0: in missionary, is what you're saying? I think so. Okay. Like
2: even now, like when I the first position I'll do is either missionary or reverse cowgirl. Mm-hmm like, I think those uh, are you the You can control easiest. things, too. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. I have a quick question for you. So, mm-hmm. I think the first time I remember you was from... Didn't you used to go on Bubba the Love Sponge? I did. Show? Yes. And that is
2: where I met Gina Lynn. Okay, because yeah.
0: you used to be a, kind of a regular bit on Bubba the Love Sponge. Yes. Show. I used to listen online. And... Uh, I
2: went by Akira back then. Yeah, mm-hmm. right. Cool. Right.
0: And uh, what...
2: I was their show whore. Yeah, I was gonna say that, was, was, f- that, was, that was, was your name.
0: I didn't want to okay. screw it up, but I thought it was something <laughs> with a whore in it. But it was a really cool bit for a year or two on the show. <laughs> that
2: would be fucked up if it wasn't show whore, and you were like, weren't you the, the show whore? Yeah, no, you're
0: like, no, I was Akira. Yeah, I was like, fuck I was you.
2: <laughs> I, was, I was the show lady.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, that was a very good bit, and that probably helped you with all your other radio stuff that you've gotten into. Just getting the, getting the. It's hard for people that have never been, a, you know, never been in radio to get, you know, those that first. Totally. You got to get on the radio to get good at the radio Absolutely. and that was probably a great way for you to get get Absolutely. the hang. Acclimated to yeah. it.
2: And I think one of like the scariest things that I've noticed like now that I've been podcasting and doing radio things, I think the like the, the number one thing that you have to get used to is like you have to like say what you want to say when you can say it and like even if you're talking over people but also not talking over people right. pausing is is it's crucial mm-hmm. yeah. absolutely so I want to talk to you about your new endeavors
1: with mm-hmm. the KFC radio yes and it's like tell me about what, it, what's the platform it's on something related
2: to sports yes because so, I'm ignorant to all things sports so so am I
0: <laughs> yeah Barstool sports is pretty popular okay yeah. yeah
2: it's um it's a really popular so it started out as a sports blog okay and now it's kind of like morphed into just like a general entertainment website. Oh cool. Um and I'm on a web uh I'm on a podcast called KFC Radio. It was an already established show that I just joined um a few months ago actually. Uh Um so I don't know anything about sports. I (laughs) I went to high school with Joaquim Noah and that's like the only thing I know about sports. Who's that?
0: He's he used to be on the Bulls, (laughs) now he's on the Knicks. He's like He's a very attractive, great <laughs> athlete. No, women think he's gorgeous. No, yeah. they
2: don't. What? Wait, are you being sarcastic? Joaquin Noah. He.
0: Uh, oh my god, my wife goes nuts really? over him. Yeah. Oh.
2: Well, I mean.
0: No, I mean, he's,
1: <laughs> I isn't
0: he? Isn't he regarded Joaquin I mean, Noah the Bulls? Uh,
1: I don't know. he Used to be on
0: the Bulls. He's on the Knicks. time no, pull, pull up his or picture and, and
1: I'll be the judge. Uh, yeah, but well tell me about Sorry, I, Sorry,
0: I digressed into my male fantasies. Uh, keep going.
2: Okay, now we really know yeah. why you have Mr. Sorry. Man. Sorry. Un, un,
0: Mr. Man. Unveiling itself. Yeah. Mr.
2: Skin is actually about the male nudity. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Sorry, no, I want to hear about your show
1: because I, you, like I said, you're smart. You have your shit together. What oh, are thanks. you talking about? Like, what is the premise of your show? Um,
2: we talk about current events. We do a lot of arguing. Um, it's uh, two guys, one girl. And it's just, we kind of just talk about everything. I want to know. I, you just okay. looked at that picture. What I looked at the think? picture. He's
1: I. There's a sexiness to him because he, you can tell he has swagger and he's feeling himself and he's very mm-hmm. confident. But I think at the point in time where she may have knew him who is probably like lanky and dweeby and, He was
2: absolutely lanky
1: and yeah.
0: dweeby okay. yeah. Well I never saw him when he was lanky and dweeby. I'm like I have
1: discernment. <laughs> <laughs> let, me, let me break this fool yeah. down based on a
0: single headshot yeah, What I think is a good looking guy and you guys probably way uh, off.
1: That'd be a cool guest for you to get
2: on your podcast. Yeah it, it really would. Um, and we went to a very small school in New York so um, it's yeah. So who do you host your show with? Uh, Kevin Clancy, who's KFC, and it's his originally his show. Cool. And John Feidelberg. And you're not planning on retiring from Adult anytime soon? Absolutely not. Okay, so, good. like, that Woo. was one of yeah. the. <laughs> I'm like, I'm please actually, don't leave. Yeah, we I'm need actually you. a full time employee with Barstool now, and I'm, I'm right. actually there um, two weeks out of the month, which is. Goes against the whole full time thing, I guess. But um, yeah, I'm technically a full time employee, and but they let me keep my Wicked Pictures gig in Go Los girl. Angeles, and that was like the main thing for me. Is like I'm not ready to stop getting. Gay well, picked. but also
0: all those <laughs> fans from the adult mm-hmm. that's potential fans for your podcast. For so sure. it would be silly to cut off one.
2: Definitely, um, yeah, and and I do find that there's two kinds of fans. There's the ones that listen to the podcast, and they're like, I jerk off to you more than ever now. And then there's also the fans that are like, ah, I. I don't want to jerk off to you anymore, like
0: yeah. because they're now too I know close too to, much to you. About you have you. plenty of people jerking off to you. Don't worry about it.
1: <laughs> I hope so. There's an endless supply. <laughs> yes, I hope so. So since we do have female listeners and guy listeners, too, that have honestly never done mm-hmm. butt sex, they're like, oh, my God, I'm too afraid to ask. Or girls are like, oh, it's going to hurt. you know, Or they've tried it and it has hurt. What are some of the most basic tips you can give to all of our listeners to just try it, relax, and you're not going to fail if you listen to Asa Akira's uh, ABCs of anal? <laughs> the ABCs of anal.
2: Um, I think the major <laughs> thing to keep in mind is... It hurts like hell the first 20 times. Oh. And then after that it gets right. so, so 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 good. So start
0: at 21. Yeah. 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 So
2: just make it to number 21 and you'll be good. So gotcha. is the reason
0: because it's just it's you need to re, you need a certain confidence it's, or relax or it's just It's
2: that and also I think it's kind of like a muscle you train, right? Okay.
1: It's an exit only. If we want to look at, like, anatomically speaking, it's an exit shoot. So to get it going inward it takes practice. Yeah. And then once the body's like, okay, something's going in, it opens up to it. And You then have it's to give like, it muscle memory. Yeah. So it's like any other form of training. You know, it's going to be really <laughs> yeah. difficult. You might be sore. The first time, time you, you do don't squats. Squat.
2: You can't even walk the next day. Same with anal.
1: But look at the results.
0: All right. Right? Had
1: you never done squats, you wouldn't have had the ass. So kind of the same thing. Don't give up. Listen to your trainer, which is awesome. This is
0: important <laughs> advice. Yeah.
1: And use lots of lube and go yes. slow. Yes. <laughs> to start. You definitely
0: have to go slow to start.
1: Yeah. And my advice, too, is our favorite position, missionary for anal, is also a way better way to kind of ease your way weigh- in. Way it's better. It's so much more intimate. You can give really good verbal contact. They can see your face if you're like, oh, fuck. I think that's, <laughs> you know what, though?
2: <laughs> like, you laugh, but I think that's key. It's key. I think key. seeing each other is verbal. like adds the yeah. intimacy. And also, yeah, like the communication is just in doggy style. There like is no communication. And it's like it's a lot more wham,
1: bam potential in doggy. When it's (laughs) missionary, you can kind of go together. There's an intimacy. There's a deeper intimacy. So I think missionary is actually a really good way to start. Also, what I've discovered is on your
2: side. Yes. Spoon. Great. (laughs) That's a great position. Yeah. So anal.
0: next time the wife asks me to spoon? Yes.
2: You know what <laughs> that means.
0: Oh, wait. A- you want a spoon, honey?
1: Spit
2: on it a few times. <laughs> is- code for <laughs> anal. <laughs> yeah. anal is the new
1: spoon. Really? Okay. <laughs> you heard it here on the Mister Skin podcast. <laughs> well, I'm so excited for everything you're doing. And what are these little dolls you have?
2: Uh, yeah. So I brought them over. These are 3D figurines that we have here at the AVN show. They're
1: super cute.
2: Yeah, and they're actual scans of us and um we have a booth set up next to our booth, and it's actually the fans can step inside, get cool. their own body skin, <gasps> and put them with our figurines. So really, one, yeah, like oh my gosh. Like you can Should make them do give it a it blowjob job like that. Yeah, you have to come get one done. I'm gonna have to get one done. Let's go together, and all you can you can stick naked. your thing in her mouth, and then I'll uh, no, go behind.
0: <laughs> Wait a second. <laughs> uh,
2: or I'm, maybe I don't know. It is a private booth, so I mm-hmm. guess you could do whatever. No, actually, I should not I shouldn't speak for them. Do you it, have any... It is
0: AVN. It is ABN.
2: Any new films coming out or scenes we need to know um, about? I do. The latest movie I did is called The Blonde Dahlia. Okay. I worked with Missy <laughs> Martinez for the very first time. Yeah, ironically, because I'm not blonde or... I'm not even a... Or an really. ingenue yeah. or whatever, yeah. Um, but yeah, so I play a detective, and um, it was a really exciting to uh, movie to shoot. It was for Stormy Daniels. Cool. Love her. So, yeah. I'm excited for that to come out. That's coming out next. And then after this, I go straight into a movie. So. Oh, girl. Yeah. Good so for you. Non-stop yeah. action with her. We got her. a big
0: celebrity here we at the Mr. Skin a Podcast.
2: Everyone needs to go to
1: AsaAkira.com and where can people follow you on Instagram?
2: Same. Uh, my Instagram account is AsaHole. Oh, like, p- asshole, but... Oh,
0: my God. Yes, yeah. Why did I like, think of not that?
2: you, but there's a <laughs> bunch
1: <skin> of, like, <laughs> <laughs> there's a bunch of, like, fake accounts for her. So make sure you're actually following
2: AsaHole. Yeah, this is my seventh account. <laughs>
0: Yeah, don't, don't follow asshole. <laughs> don't follow Guy's asshole a real jerk. Yeah. yeah,
2: I hate that guy. Yeah. <laughs> well, I love it. We actually learned a lot.
0: I, I did too.
2: I'm glad. <laughs> and if you want to learn more, KFC Radio.
0: Yes. I love
2: it. And we definitely want you on, Mr. Skin. Uh, so. I would love it anytime.
0: Yeah. I'll have my people talk to your yeah, people. We'll make people, it happen. Yeah.
2: Yeah, my people.
0: I have no people. It's yeah, I'm. A, I
2: always. You know what? I always. I'm think not that a people like, person. Should I contact your people? I'm like, oh, I. I huh. am my. people. I have
0: an email. I have <laughs> yeah. an email. I'll get. I'll get. We'll no, make you it happen. Do
2: have people though? No, I do. Skin yeah. really. I have a I lot, lot, I like, have several a people. fucking people. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I act
0: like I don't have people. but I have people. I don't do shit. Like
1: sometimes I'm like, <laughs> I have skin's number, but I don't think I should text him directly. Yeah.
0: <laughs> no, I have to several channels. I have to have people look going over before I will look at your text. Your people
1: have people. Well, it was a pleasure talking to you. you We we will talk to you soon. Enjoy the show.
0: Great to meet you. Bye. Okay.
2: This concludes another skin-to-leading episode of the Mr. Skin Podcast. Subscribe to the Mr. Skin Podcast
1: in iTunes and never miss a show. Thanks for listening.